0: Hey there, welcome to season two, episode four of the Paula and Joe show. Here's a quick rundown of what you need to know. It's 24 minutes of raw business analysis and change talk. Time boxed, unedited riffing. And when the countdown timer buzzes, we're done. I'm Joe Newbert and as always, I'm joined by my good friend and co-host Paula Bell. How's it, Paula? Please tell us what's up on this episode.
1: Yeah, I'm doing well, Joe. Hope you are as well. Well, in this episode, we're going to be discussing all things limiting beliefs. So we all have at some point in our life have had them um, maybe many times in our lives, maybe once in a while in our lives, but it goes with our theme of being holistic. So it's important to acknowledge when we have those limiting deb- beliefs and dispel them so that we can bring our whole self to everything that we do.
0: Yeah haven't we just all had them and um, I mean there's so many pertinent examples aren't there Paula there's the self-deprecating thoughts of I can't or I'm not or I don't or I'll never and by playing these negative narratives on repeat this this almost belief in lack this scarcity mindset we're simply holding our potential back aren't we So who's joining us today, Paula, to help us navigate this subconscious minefield of self-doubt and fear of failure?
1: Well, today we have a dear friend of mine, Laura Brandenburg, and Laura Brandenburg is an internationally recognized leader, author and keynote speaker known for helping mid mid-career professional start business analysis career. She is the creator of Bridging the Gap and the best-selling author of How to Start a Business Analyst Career. So welcome, Laura. We're glad to have you on this episode of
0: the Joe and Paula show.
2: Super excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah. Thanks for joining us on the pod, Laura. I'm happy you're here to help me rewire some of my, uh, negative <laughs> brain patterns to allow for a more positive mindset. I will do my best.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, why don't we jump right in, Laura? And the first question that we have for you that we would love to get your insight on is what are these things called limiting beliefs and why should we care about them or how do they impact us?
2: Yeah, I think. I mean, you and, you and Joe set it up really well in your, your intro, but how I think of limiting beliefs are really just stories that we tell ourselves about how the world works that aren't actually true. Or you know maybe even more importantly than that, it's like stories that we tell ourselves that hold us back from what we really want out of our lives and our highest purpose and our calling. So that belief structure or the subconscious programming that Joe talked about, it's mostly formed by the age of eight. Um, it's largely influenced by our primary caretakers. So the stories they told us about money and work and our value and play, it all gets written into our programming before we have the conscious ability to decide for ourselves what's true and what's not. Uh, And then it gets strengthened in our adolescence as we try to fit in with our peers and navigate all the lovely things of hanging out with our, our friends forest or adjusted a bit um, in those years as well, and really, unless you do inner work to rewrite them, they can permeate every every area of our life. So, just as an example of that, like at bridging the gap, we're all about helping business analysts achieve more success in their careers, and one of the limiting beliefs that we see among our course participants is like they don't think they have experience and you've seen this paula like we've had this on some coaching calls like i didn't think i actually had experience as a business analyst because i didn't have the title or it wasn't formal enough right it's like the the i can't or it doesn't count type belief and um, often those professionals they have years sometimes decades of experience under other titles but they really just don't think it officially counts. So that's sort of like a surface level limiting belief, but it often comes back to like feeling like they're not good enough or not worthy enough of success. Like there's an underlying limiting belief that's probably affecting multiple areas of their life um, that's kind of hitting the surface of like, well, my experience doesn't count. And that keeps you from back from higher paying jobs, doing more interesting project work, enjoying your career. And it just holds you back from your full potential.
1: So very true, you have that imposter syndrome feeling, you have that perfectionist tendencies where you don't feel that you're enough. But one thing that you brought up that I thought was very interesting is this goes all the way back from childhood, from what mm-hmm. you were taught, from what was instilled in, in your mind, from the interactions that you've had. And then it just has sort of like this domino effect, right? You just carry it through throughout, throughout life maybe never really acknowledging that these are even limiting beliefs because they're so in, embedded. So with your story and with the bridging the gap, what you do with bridging the gap, how are people acknowledging, like you said, you have to rewrite your mind, rewrite your brain. So how are people acknowledging that they even have a limiting belief to be able to shift that mindset?
2: yeah well it's an interesting point that you bring up because what happens is what i think once that programming is in place is you start to just recreate the story right you might be like why am i still in the same pattern that my parents were in it's because you have that same belief you're you're recreating the same experience and then you're generating the same result which then actually reinforces that the belief is true when it doesn't have to be but it's like it's a it's a sabotaging pattern essentially
0: yeah, and it is as you say. It's the primary caregivers, and I, and I think one of the things, it, you you know it's ingrained so much because often I'll just catch myself and I'll go, oh my god, I'm acting just like my dad. You know, I sound just like my my dad. So, and I'm sure you guys have that too with your, with your mums and things, but. um It is. It's just ingrained. And um, I want to sort of just skip a beat here to to bring in what we talked about in our previous episode. So in our previous episode with um, Dr. Brennan Jacoby, we were talking about sort of purpose and meaning and impact. And, and, and I mean, those are really positive kinds of things to talk about. They're aspirational, right? You know, they're, they're goals that we're going to put in front of us. So I, I want to ask, um, how do you feel that limiting beliefs and purpose relate to one another?
2: I think that's such a good question, because when I think of purpose, I think of going for more, going for something bigger, making a contribution to the world that only you as your unique self can really make. And I, anytime we go for something bigger, that's when our limiting beliefs pop up, right? That's when you're like, well, no, I, I can't do this, right? And it's that programming that's really what it's trying to do is keep you safe. It thinks it's keeping you safe in the context of like the short term, in the context of the long term, it's actually just keeping you stuck and stuck exactly where you're at so i mean when i as i've created bridging the gap um which i feel like is a huge facet of my purpose and calling i've had beliefs pop up like who am i to do this right who am i to deserve the results of creating a business uh, all of those like it's it's called you forward like as those limiting beliefs call pop up it's actually a sign that you are moving forward in the right direction because those are your areas of resistance that need to be overcome. Uh, I see a lot of people as they're moving forward to a bigger purpose, like start to get stuck um, in a limiting belief pattern around what it means to, in, in the context of what's going on in the rest of the world. Right, so it's really, it can really hold you back to see suffering or people who are going through a much more challenging situation or live in a different environment Then you would face different challenges and feel like well who am i to have this kind of results or this like live something as grand as my purpose when there's people that are you know just hoping to be able to put food on the table right and so that can also put you into a spin of that is a limiting belief that holds you back like somehow if you go for more it is taking more away from someone else versus creating more and putting you in a position where you could actually help more people in the world. Um, And that's, that's the truth, like that. You can't, you're you dimming your light or you making yourself smaller is not actually helping that other person whatsoever. You growing and expanding puts you in a position where you can do more good in the world.
0: It's, it's it's so complex, isn't it? It's as you say, you know, you sort of you look at some yeah. of the blessings that you have yourself, maybe, and you look at the lack that somebody else has, and, and, and that feels unfair. And it perhaps gets back again, we were talking on the last episode about, you know, purpose and meaning and just really being good for people and planet i suppose and so as long as you can take this and i want to use the word abundance i feel like abundance is the the opposite mm-hmm. of this scarcity this limiting beliefs thing so if you can take some of the abundance that you create then then you you're able to sort of um you know pass that on and and that's that's going to help fulfill you and and you're going to start to sort of snowball some some positive thinking there but I want to hop back to something you said there you, you said areas of resistance and this was actually a question I wanted to ask on the last episode but we, we, we ran out of time so we didn't get there so when we if, if we have a purpose you know we set this goal we believe there's this bigger meaning you know that we want to work towards right and now I don't have the limiting beliefs so I'm positively believing that I can make the steps towards this goal but when is the universe showing me signs that I'm actually going down the wrong path and I should stop versus Mm. should I be persisting through this? Because it's actually not a sign that I should stop. It's just a challenge that I need to, to overcome on my way to my bigger goal.
2: Yeah, that is, it's such a rich dialogue. And I don't know that I have like the definitive answer to that, but the way I, approach those situations is to do a lot of introspection and really introspection and sitting with my body and listening to my gut and is this voice coming from a place of fear and scarcity and lack or is this voice coming from maybe a little little bit of excitement and a little bit of um it can also be fear of what's coming next but like where is that voice coming from is it trying to hold me back or is it trying to bring me forward uh and really you it it is an intuitive experience and i think it's it's always it's somewhat of a challenge you're not even always sure whether that voice is truly the resistance or it's truly like oh wait this is not good for you but your body will tend to tell you when that (laughs) when you've really made a mistake and it'll it'll bring you back on track
0: yeah no, Fantastic. No, I appreciate that. It's, as you say, it's a look within, really, and and uh-huh. actually figure out whether it's sort of, you know, some story that you're telling yourself again, or if you've got some butterflies and and actually this is an exciting thing yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, with that, as people who are listening to us, watching us, are looking within and identifying that voice and They're now probably thinking about, hey, I can resonate. I have some limiting beliefs, given they show up in our lives every single day. What things Mm -hmm. cause us to hold limiting beliefs, to hold them in? And how can we identify specifically the ones that are holding us back? Going to Joe's question on, should this be something that should be limiting me? Or is this a good thing that's giving me strength to go forward and something else?
2: Yeah, I feel like identifying the ones that are holding us back is really a matter of of really listening to your own inner dialogue. And, you know, we all have that voice in our head. And what what is that voice telling us? And is that the truth? And so I do a lot of journaling and some questions to journal around would be, you know, if you have this goal of of accomplishing something or achieving something or giving to the world in a bigger way, like what would be the negative consequences of actually achieving that goal? Like what what bad things are gonna happen? Um and why actually don't I want it? And act like actually asking yourself, like, what am I afraid of here? Why don't I want this goal? And it seems like a counterintuitive thing to say, but that voice is is there. And as you bring it to light and and into the light of day, you can see what what are those things that are kind of stirring and stewing in the background um, that you aren't actually looking at for what they are. And, And as an example, when we did a cross country move about five or six years ago, And I had a couple of limiting beliefs like that. We weren't going to find good schools for my daughters. Um, And then I realized I had some fears about living on the water and like them actually like drowning. Right. And so I was like, oh, a negative consequence of living on the water is that we have a young child who runs out of the house and drowns. Right. And I was able to like, well, what kinds of things will I put in place so that that doesn't happen? And one of the first things we did was have really clear discussions around how, you know, how we interact around the water and how we leave the house and all of those things so that we, because it was a fear that I had that I didn't even realize until I asked myself some of those questions. So often in the sales realm, we see people that are afraid of becoming a BA because they're afraid of making mistakes on a project, or they're afraid of looking like an imposter, or you might think you want a higher salary, but actually that higher salary it's going to may mean that you make more than your partner, or that you know, you make more than your parents ever did, or now you've outgrown your friends in some way, right? And like there might be some discomfort in being able to afford a lifestyle that other people in your current sphere can't afford. And so until you get that out in the open, you can't actually ask yourself, is that true? Is that a story? Is that true? Is that the is that the belief I want running my life? Is another way to think of about
1: it no that's amazing i agree with that is that inner voice telling you that you shouldn't or you couldn't and then it's pretty much reframing that and putting empowerment to it to say well why can't i yeah. why shouldn't i right it's, it's having that empowerment piece piece of it because you know you and i've talked about in the past as well where i have a limiting beliefs around what sort of house i should be able to get to or i had a limiting belief that i wasn't going to be ever able to travel international because i had twins that were young and at some point i was a single mom and i've been to the uk and i've been to south africa and it worked out it it works out it's those things that we stop yes joe and i'm coming back it's those (laughs) things that (laughs) it's those things that we work through and get outside of our head and again it is shaped by our upbringing and education and things of that mm-hmm. nature. So I so I I love that asking yourself, what are you afraid of? And why shouldn't I be able to have the life that I want? I love it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it, yeah. it is. And what are the
2: negative consequences when it does happen? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and, and it, as you say, it's it is sort of counterintuitive, but I can see how it's like really helpful to do that because you're you're trying to face your fears head on, right? And actually say, you got nothing. You got nothing to fear here. That is just illogical to, to 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 think this way. Or if there is something you know worthwhile in that, then then let me try and preempt how I get around that. What mitigation I take, or, 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 or whether actually I put my hands up and say this this, this isn't for me. Um, you know, you, you you talked earlier about beliefs we have about the world, and I feel like we got beliefs about ourselves. Um, the world about how life works and all of that and like we've already decided these laws haven't we before we even go out there they've been decided for us and we've constrained ourselves we put the handcuffs on you know and and this is how it's going to be and and you talked about our primary caregivers so I mean it's going to be shaped by our upbringing it's going to be shaped by our education it's shaped by our experiences over the years but I, I want to take all that and I just want to flip it Okay, so as much as I've got all this noise either in my head coming out or from the world coming on to me, I feel like I need to be a little bit more aware of the noise that I put out there to other people, the people that I work with, my family members, that you know, the teams that I run and stuff like that. So what, what can I be mindful of when it comes to sort of communicating with others and trying not to constrain them in the way that I'm constraining myself?
2: Yeah, such a juicy question, because I think we as a community and as a collective can also shift beliefs together. Right. And so When our limiting beliefs are running the show for us, it often shows up as resentment and frustration, and that affects other people around you in a negative way as well. Like you're feeding that negative energy to people rather than feeding the energy of possibility. So I also think on this light, like just to flip this question around a little bit, we underestimate what our example can be for others. So whether it is your children or your colleagues, when you reframe your beliefs and go for more, you inspire others to do the same. So in a work context, that could look like if you are the one that is able to leave work at four or five o'clock every day, or whatever it is that's important to you, like attending your kids' games or being part of school pickup or whatever that is, and you are able to make that work and be successful in your environment, you have just made it possible Possible for other people to follow in that that regard, right? So you've become the inspiration. So when you overcome your limiting beliefs, it also sets the example for others. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, I used to feel really guilty when I traveled or went on business trips, much like Paula was talking about, you know, doing international travel while she was a single mom of twins. And um, I realized that while I'm still really selective with my travel, I don't just travel all the time. That's not what I want for my life. But if I set the example for my, my daughters that traveling with young children was the wrong thing to do, or ne- they never saw me leave the house while they were younger, I was actually setting up them to like think that that was the only way to be a mother, right? Or the only way to be a good mother. And so actually by me rewriting that belief and being like, I can be a good mother and I can travel for my work, I am helping raise empowered women versus raising unempowered women. And so we just, we really like being the example is so powerful. And you can do that in the context of your friends, your family, your coworkers, definitely your children. Yeah. Especially when you think about that, how much influence they get before the age of eight. Right. (laughs) Before
0: the age of eight, you got to get in quick. Yes. Um, And and you're so so right. It's like, you know, as you change your behaviors, then it's uh, internally, it's an automatically an external projection of that kind of mindset, right? So, so of course, it's yeah. going to to influence other people. And you, you you just touched quickly on another thing in there as well. I think you mentioned critique of others. I think that was the phrase you used. But often, you know, I, I feel mm. like we can. And, I mean, I'm guilty of this. I know I've been guilty of this in the past. You, you see somebody else have some success and you're not happy for them, right? You oh. you, 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 you sort of look at it and, and I, I feel like, almost chirping in your head from the cheap seats is another form of limiting beliefs because it's some kind of negative thinking. But anyway, actually
2: I feel like that if we could just talk about that, that envy is actually a really powerful emotion and it's guiding you towards what you want. So when you see somebody else achieve some sort of success, it's like what, and then you aren't happy for them. It's because there's some piece of that that you want for yourself and that you have not owned that you want it or you have a limiting belief that you can't have it for some reason. So what are you projecting on them that there's a reason they can have it that you can't? Um, it's, it's huge. It's a rich, rich... Um, experience from an introspective like what what is actually going on here that's causing me to have that feeling about that person
0: so 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 envy envy is the golden nugget okay when (laughs) i and i can can be envious of lots so i'm just gonna have i'm just gonna have to jot this list of stuff down um but yeah paula (laughs) i think we've got like a couple of minutes before this bell maybe it's not the most exact so so why don't you jump in with your last question (laughs)
1: Sure. So my last question to you is clearly we have the need to reframe some of our thoughts, right? So what advice mm-hmm. about thinking in new ways can you share to our audience to help them overcome their limiting beliefs?
2: Yeah. I mean, there's so much that we could talk about here. I feel like just from a surface level, when you bring that belief into the the a light of day, like, you'll often be like, Oh my gosh, here it is again. (laughs) Right. And just bringing awareness to it is a huge step. And some of the easier ones will just dispel based on you seeing them for what they are. Um, but then from a bigger perspective like this is something i have worked with multiple coaches on and done both you know talking through is this belief what is the limiting belief that's holding me back is it true is it not true why is it true where did it come from finding the family story behind it um and rewriting that story um and also um, a lot of really body focused like where does that live in your body because i think a lot of these beliefs come from trauma that you know we experienced that situation as trauma, not necessarily big T trauma, but little T trauma when we were young, and we're holding that trauma in our bodies. So healing that helps release that as well.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I heard the timer, so I could have said way again. more, but
2: I wanted to. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: no, you're welcome yeah. to, to you're welcome to wrap it up. It's not that hard a cut, you know. So so, so that's fine. <laughs> okay. No, um, but there it is. Timer has buzzed. The 24 minutes are up. So um, thanks for joining us on the pod, Laura. I, I really do appreciate you coming on and sharing your insights on how we can um, engender supportive thinking in our lives. Uh, you know, I think... It's probably the the opposite of uh, limiting beliefs. We'll, We'll get your social details in a moment. But first, I know that you've got a resource for us where we can sort of find out a bit more about limiting beliefs and how to come overcome them. It's something called the Abundance Code. Can you give us the TLDR of what that is and how it can help us?
2: Yeah, this is actually not my book. I was looking to see... I actually didn't bring it with me to Michigan. Sorry. So um, yes, it's a book by Julie Ann Cairns called The Abundance Code. And it's a great book. It walks you through the seven main patterns of limiting beliefs so that when it comes to money specifically, and how to refer, and it does some rewiring as you're going through it, because she does work to actually dispel many of the the those limiting beliefs around abundance. And especially if you are in a, like, I have to work hard to make a decent amount of money or like my work is a, my value as a person is attached to my work like that's something that has impacted me a lot there's a lot of great material in there as a starting point to just identify what, what some of your main limiting beliefs are and, and how you might move into more abundance with your life
0: okay well wonderful thank you we'll, we'll drop a link to that in the show notes uh, over to you yeah. paula so again thank you Laura. Um just
1: some quick highlights and some of the things that you heard today. That was amazing. Listen to your inner dialogue, identify and overcome your fears as you're going through understanding your limiting beliefs. Understand that we all have them and these beliefs come stem from childhood and experiences that you've had through out your life. And one that I really liked is being the example. Overcome your limiting beliefs sets the example for others. I love that. And that's so true because people are going to look at you. So Laura, thank you for all those great gems. But if people wanted to find where they can stay connected with you, where can they find you?
2: Yeah, the best place to go is our website, bridgingthegap.com. It does have the hyphens that you can see here in the video. Uh, you're also welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn under Laura Brandenburg and Instagram and Twitter as well. So uh, I look forward to connecting with you and I'd love to hear more about what you have uh, or what, what, where you're going in your career and how this all resonates with you.
0: Okay, thanks, Laura. And thank you for tuning in. We appreciate your support. You can subscribe to the Paula and Joe Show on your pod player of choice, be it iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, YouTube and more. And if you enjoy the show, then please help pass the pod by leaving a five-star rating. You can follow... At 168FM on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And you can keep the riff going too by leaving your comments over on the blog at 168.fm. That's the words 168, not the numbers. We'd love to hear your take on recognising and dispelling limited beliefs. Laura, Paula and I will join you there. Until then, take care and keep growing.